Good morning, and welcome to the McGregor EMC Second Sunday of Advent Sunday Service. Today is December 6, 2020. Thank you for joining us. Listen, a voice cries out in the wilderness. Prepare the way of the Lord. Every valley shall be lifted up, and every mountain and hill made low. Prepare the way of the Lord. Then the glory of the Lord shall be revealed, and all people shall see it together. Prepare the way of the Lord. for a miracle the heart longs for a little bit of hope oh come oh come Emmanuel a child prays for peace on earth and she's calling out from a sea of hurt oh come oh come Emmanuel Tears of a mother, a baby's cry is the sound of love. Come down, come down, Emmanuel. Oh, he is a song for the suffering. He is Messiah, the Prince of Peace has come. He has come, Emmanuel.
heart longs for a little bit of hope. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel. We will be lighting the first two candles during this service for Advent. To prepare for this part, we invite you to participate with us by lighting two candles of your own when we come to that point of the service. We will be continuing this practice for the rest of this season. We hear John the Baptist cry in the desert and are called to repentance. We will hear what God the Lord will say. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promise, but is patient, not wanting anyone to perish. Revive us again, that we may rejoice in you, Show us your unfailing love and grant us your salvation. Salvation is near to those who fear God. We receive this gift. Help us to walk in your way. People of God, people on the road, something greater is coming. Prepare the way of the Lord. Go forth, attuned to the Holy Spirit, making room for the light of the world. Please light two candles now. You, Lord, showed favor to your land. You restored the fortunes of Jacob. You forgave the inequity of your people and covered their sins. I will listen to what God the Lord says. He promises peace to his people, his faithful servants, but let them not turn to folly. Surely his salvation is near those who fear him, that his glory may dwell in the land. Love and faithfulness meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Faithfulness springs forth from the earth, and righteousness looks down from the heaven. The Lord indeed give what is good, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness goes before him and prepares the way for his steps. 
please bow with me in a word of prayer. Our God, this morning, we pray that you incite in us something. Lord, we pray that you incite in us the need for repentance, that we will recognize that this is something that we must do. All of us have our sins that we hold on to with an iron grip, and they all keep us from focusing on you, keep us from being good to our fellow man, keep us from shepherding your creation as you have called us to. God, we pray this morning that you move us to repent from these sins, that you move us to acknowledge them, that they even exist and then bring them before you, to place them before you so that you can help us move on, that you can help us move past. Or this is where we begin our prayers this morning, a prayer of repentance so that we can stop looking everywhere else and can instead just focus on where you would lead us to. And God, this opens our minds to other things that we want to pray for as well. God, we live in a world that has become more and more concerning to us over the past few months and the past few years. Sometimes it seems a little bit overwhelming, a little bit like there's no possible way forward. God, we pray that you help us to see past this untruth. God, we pray that you open our eyes to once again see your creation as the wonderful good thing that you made. We pray that you open our eyes to the work that you are still very much so doing in the hearts of everyone across the world today and in the rest of the world as well. God, we pray that we see these things clearly again. We pray that we will act not as people with no hope, but instead as a people in you, a people that know that all things are possible, a people that know that one day you will return and who see that for the wonderful thing that it is. God, this we pray. And our Lord, we also want to pray for how we have come to see fellow human beings during this time. Lord, it has not been good. So God, we want to pray that you help us to see each other as you see us, as made in your image, as precious creations of yours. God, we pray that we will not be so quick to put our own feelings of well-being above the safety and well-being of others, that we will be willing to sacrifice for our fellow man once again. God, this we pray. And Lord, as we look around us today, we want very much so thank you for the ways that we have seen you at work. And Lord, we pray that every day we will see you a little bit clearer as well. In your name we pray these things. Amen. Comfort, comfort my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sins have been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling, in the wilderness prepare the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill be made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain, and the glory of the God will be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, Cry out, and I said, What shall I cry? All people are like grass, and all their faithfulness is like the flowers in the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall. 
because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are like grass. The grass withers and flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. You who bring up good news to Zion, go up on the mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift your voice with a shout. Lift it up. Do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is our God. See the sovereign Lord come with power. He rules with a mighty arm. See, his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends to his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads them that have young. My brothers and sisters, repent of what keeps you from God. Repent of your sins you hold on to. For it is that which keeps us from seeing the glory of the good creation around us, that keeps us from seeing the value of our fellow man and the greatness of God yet to come. Walk down the road to repentance, for at its end is our destination, the long-waiting Christ. Repent of the sin that distracts you from him and what he asks of us. Repent so you can see his face. It is this word that plays a role like no other throughout the history of our faith. From today to the time of John the Baptist to that of the prophet Isaiah himself, repent for it is your holding on to your sin that keeps your fingers and your ears unable to heed God's call for your life. Repent for it is the sin that is the chain around your leg, the chain locking you in place, unable to follow the leading of our Lord. Repent. It is the call of our God to us. Repent to release the chain of sin. Repent to take the fingers out of your ears. Repent and put your sins in God for him to deal with with us. And at last, you can free yourself to run towards our Lord. This was the call of Isaiah near three millennia ago to the kings of Israel, grand in ambition but weak in care for their people for their fellow man. Leaders who would raise their image in the imaginations of the people around them, but who could not hear the gasping voices of their own countrymen begging just to be allowed to breathe. Repent, called Isaiah to the kings lording over the children of Israel. Repent of what you are doing. See how your actions are hurting those that you are treading upon. Acknowledge them as people just as you are. Repent that you ever thought of them as anything less than yourselves. But the kings would not. Repent, cried Isaiah to the kings lording over the children of Israel. Repent for the hurt that you are inflicting. Turn from this and you will again enter into the presence of God. Turn from the needless pain that you are causing to your fellow human beings and you will see God's leading again. But the leaders of the Israelites would not. Repent, begged Isaiah, tears flowing from his face. Repent, O leaders of Israel, lording your strength over God's children, for the Lord will save his people. Repent, for as it stands, your choosing of your sin has placed you in direct opposition to the Lord on high, and you can't even see that you have done this. Repent now, or destruction will come to you. And soon after, the kingdoms fell, and the kings and their cronies were dragged into exile far away. 
What have we done to deserve our fate? They cried to one another as their people back home gasped for fresh air for the first time in centuries. Oh, our God, how cruel is it that you have forsaken us? They lamented as for the first time in nearly a thousand years, the children of Israel slept unafraid of the future that their children would have. And still the words of Isaiah followed them. Repent, he called. Repent for your sin is blinding you to the truth obvious to everyone else. Repent and see that God, even now, is still with you, and that your current misfortune was the salvation of others. Repent and you will see the comfort you seek. Repent and the glorious future of our God will be laid out for you. Just let go of your sin that blinds you to the well-being of others. Just let go of your sin that blinds you to the loving will of God. Stop letting your sin keep you from running down the road to the Lord. Just repent. Acknowledge this sin is there, plain to everyone but you. Just repent. Let go of this sin that is holding you back. Follow our God again. Just repent. Repent. This was also the call of a man many centuries after the exiled leaders of Israel finally opened their eyes to the call of Isaiah, finding themselves in the comforting embrace of God again. Repent. The exhortation of a man named John wild through and through, the son of a priest and a woman unable to have children, aged, wise, and sad, but in time overjoyed at this little blessing that God had delivered unto her. Repent. We read in the early pages of all four of the Gospels again and again, repent. We hear John cry out to all who pass him by, repent. We flinch as he bellows into the wilderness that he would come to embody near the end of his days. Clothes made out of animal hair, scratching constantly in the afternoon sun he wore. Every itch, every shallow pinch of his skin, a reminder, a goad to him. Warn the people to repent. Turn them back to God. Warn the people to repent so that they give up all that keeps them from focusing on what God is about to do. Repent, John called to the passers-by. Repent. Let go of what keeps you from listening to our Lord, who will soon begin to speak anew. Repent. Leave behind all that keeps you from racing toward God to see what is about to happen, to see what he has long planned finally come to be. Repent, calls John to all, for something big is about to happen. Repent, turn to God, for soon something great will be here. At first, this call, this command to the people was only one voice among many, easy to ignore, easy to tune out because it demands so much of us. Repent. Give up your hatred for those around you. Give up the terrible thoughts of those who do not live as you think is right. Give up your anger that seeks to ostracize those you think of as beneath you. Give up your judgmentalism of those who you think is a different sort than you. Give up your false pietism that binds your actions for its own sake, even though it does nothing to bring you closer to your fellow man or God. Repent from all of this, or you will miss what God is about to do 
do. You will miss it because you will be too busy looking at yourself than to see the glory swirling just beyond your gaze. Repent, O children of God, repent, cries John to those in the wilderness. At first, many did as John exhorted them to do. But in time, more and more closed their ears to him, saying no, choosing instead to hold on to those things that blocked their sight of what God was about to do. And so John kept on, and so John kept at it. Repent, he cried, repent, my brothers and sisters, my countrymen, my people. Repent from the sins that keep you from seeing what God is about to do. Let these sins go so you can focus for once in your life upon the Lord instead of the shortcomings you hold so desperately onto. Repent from your callous indifference to other people that justifies ignoring and endangering them when you feel even slightly inconvenienced. Repent from thinking God is how you want him to be, more concerned with your well-being than with the rest of his creation combined. Repent for solely telling others that God is so filled with anger and wrath that to behold him is a pure terror, turning future generations away from God and his love entirely as a result. For these things, my brothers and sisters, I pray that you repent. And while in time many more came around, still when God began his ministry in Christ, there were those who could not see. Their eyes were distracted, looking at all the sins that they refused to give up, instead of on the radiant beauty of the Lord of all creation before them. Repent, John called out to all people until the day he died. Repent and let go of what you focus on as if it were your God, in place of looking for the real thing. Repent so that you too can see our God leading you down the path. Repent and let the great chain fall from your leg. Repent so that you too can know the coming Christ. Just repent. Repent. This is the call for us today, both for ourselves and for those around us. Repent. Because only by acknowledging that we have these problems that living in a fallen world has plagued us with, only by acknowledging that we have sin in our lives, sin, those things that distract us from seeing God in Christ and what he has done. Sin, those things that keep us from seeing other people as valuable by nature of their birth. Sin, those things that keep us from seeing all of creation as something worth our while to shepherd as we have been called to do in the book of Genesis instead of simply exploiting it. Only by repenting, by acknowledging that we all have these sins that keep our eyes off of God, and then by asking that same God who is able to do all things to help us overcome these sins, only by doing this, by repenting, will we ever be able to follow God as he calls us to. Repent. Because it is only by repenting that you will be able to follow God down the road he leads us on. Only by repenting will we have our eyes open for what he is about to do. Repent. 
because it is only by repenting that we can begin to see other human beings as inherently, intrinsically valuable and begin to see how our sinful actions impact their lives as well and not only our own. Repent, because if we don't, we will be face to face with a world that is just now seeming to be terrifying, with problems seemingly unsurmountable, unable to see also the beauty and the wonder inherent in this creation of our all-powerful God, this creation that our God said was good, this creation that our God is still very much so active in today. And so, repentance is what I call us to today. Repent from the sins in your life that weigh you down, that hold you back, that cause you to take your eyes off of God and what he is about to do. Repent, I call us to today. Repent from the sins in your life that cause you to step on others, that cause you to see your wants and your current comforts as above the well-being of other people, that cause you to dismiss others as something less valuable than you are, that cause you to see other people as anything less than the precious wonders made in the image of God that all human beings are the moment that we're born. Repent, I call us to today. Repent from all the sins that would cause you to be terrified of the creation that God called into existence and said was good. All the sins that keep us from shepherding it wisely as we are called to do. Repent, I call you to today. Acknowledge these sins in your lives. Ask our God to walk with you through dealing with them. Repentance is the way forward, now more than ever. Repent. The second Sunday of Advent, walk down the path that leads us to the imminent arrival of Christ. Walk down the road to repentance. And you will see the wonderful and loving glory of God. I beg you. My brothers and sisters, let go of the sin that keeps you from our Lord. Put it in his hands. Repent.
Our benediction today comes from the book of Romans. May the God of endurance and encouragement grant you to live in such harmony with one another in accord with Christ Jesus, that together you may with one voice glorify the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Go now and serve this God.